Welcome to the Broski Doodles podcast, the best podcast in all the land. Please review the podcast on Apple. If you can, follow it on Spotify, even if you listen to YouTube, maybe. And share the thing, you know, subscribe if you haven't. Support the motherfucker. I do this every week. I do it with all the love in my heart, dog. Let's get right to the motherfucking topics. I ain't here to waste your time, man. You got so much shit to do in your life. I want to give you the fucking quick snippets, dog. First of all, I'm really excited. I'm super happy. I'm about, as, as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to start playing Halo Infinite. It's the new Halo. It came out. They surprised us. It, it, it had originally been delayed to be released on December 8th. And then today, November 15th. Sorry, guys. I have fucking itchy nose. Today, they surprised us. And they came out with the multiplayer part of the Halo. Uh, it is a beta version, but whatever. It's now free for everybody to download. Sorry about that. So go do your thing. Download this game. And and to me, you know, it, today's also the 20-year anniversary from the first Halo. The first Halo came out in 2001, November 15th. And it came out with the Xbox, the first Xbox. And it was the flagship game. And this game was amazing for me and my people because... You know, me and my cousins used to play this game, and we used to play 4v4. And, you know, the sniper, the shotgun, get the flag, fuck them all, papa. It was just amazing times. Uh, I don't know, I just... I'm just so excited that this game is out. And it's also fucking with me when it comes to age, because I'm thinking, God damn, this is a 20-year anniversary. I used to play this game when it came out. That means I'm really old. Like, it, it starts fucking with you when you start... I mean, I'm not that old. I'm I'm really not. But older people, when they hear you say shit like that, they're like, shut the fuck up. You're young. But whatever. I mean, in, in my perspective, I'm getting old. And I'm starting to have memories of things that happened like 15, 20 years ago. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? That's a long ass time ago. But I guess other people have memories of 40, 50 years ago. So that's going to feel crazy when, when I get there, you know? But in any case, man, Halo Infinite is out. I'm super excited. I'm not going to speak about this too much right now because this is not a gaming podcast and I don't want to bore some of you that are not nerds like me. You know, you might be on the other side like, yo, Kiko, shut the fuck up with your little gaming shit, dog. We, you know, we come here to hear the truth, you know, to hear the fucking, and I get that, you know, but I do, I do want to, you know, inform a little bit of this. So in case any of you play Halo back in the day, well, you can download it now on Xbox or PC. And it's free, and you can play with me, you know? Leave a little comment, and we can set it up, dog. But, but I, I had to get that out of my chest. This is one of my favorite games ever, if not my favorite, okay? So, well, let me get to the first real topic of the day. And it has to do, I mean, you've heard of this by, by now, probably, which is a tragic event that happened on Travis Scott's recent uh, festival. It's called Astro World, which more than a concert, it was sort of like a festival on its own where there were going to be artists or there were artists such as Drake. But I also heard they were going to have people like Bad Bunny and a bunch of like big artists. Right. <clears throat> and on the first day, well, at, in, in the night, there were, they had different stages. But when Travis Scott was going to play, everybody rushed the stage. And pretty much people got trampled. There were apparently too many people in the place, more than there should have been. A lot of people sort of skipped the line or, you know, just 
pretty much just jumped the gate. And up to now, today, sadly, they announced the 10th death. Originally, there were eight uh, tragic deaths from that uh, event. But apparently, two people, and I think more people are injured and, like, in critical conditions. And two of them have died, you know, a few days later. Because, you know, keep in mind, I would assume they get trampled. So their lungs get collapsed. So they put them on you know, machines to try to see if they can save them, but sometimes they're already too fucked up. And it's a really sad, sad uh, event because, you know, these festivals are, are supposed to be all about fun, all about having a good time. And, you know, it, it is also a psychology, um, a psychology study because there's this thing that happens when people are, organizing in big groups in in masses they behave really differently than they would normally decent people go crazy and then if you include the crazy people they go even crazier and it's hard to find blame because you know you, you could you could say some people say well travis scott hypes the crowd a lot and he, and he makes them want to rage that's part of what he does it almost feels like this Travis... I'm not really a fan of Travis Scott. I mean, I think he does good shit. I listened to the Fortnite concert because I was... My cousin was like, yo, you got to listen to him. I'm like, bro, this got to be stupid. And to be honest, man, like, it's it's evolution. It's a different thing, you know? You're playing the game, jumping, shooting, but at the same time, you're seeing the concert. It was pretty sick. I, I really... I wouldn't say that it was amazing for me, but it def, I, I, I could definitely respect... The, the different tangents that, that some artists are taking entertainment. And I, and I think it's great. I think all this stuff is great. So, but in any, in any case, you know, I'm not really a fan of Travis Scott, but apparently he makes the, the, the people go hype and get crazy. <clears throat> so some people are saying, well, as the artist, you shouldn't want to make them go crazy, that crazy. And if you see shit happening, you should stop the concert and sort of help. The first part of that, I would say... Even though I'm not the type of musician myself to try to hype the crowd to go crazy, nor do I enjoy those type of concerts, I think as an artist, if that's some part of who you are and what makes your your followers, you know, have a fun time, I really can't criticize that, you know? My thing here is more like, how do we make it so we can have festivals where kids can have insane amounts of fun but not make it deadly, you know, because when you have, I think there were 40,000 people there and there were 1,000 sort of in total, when you count policemen, security, there were 1,000 staff. So that's one person for every 40 people. And, you know, you would think that's not that bad, you know, that's a lot of security, you know. But my question is, what's the answer? Do you have more security? Because let's say you have 2,000 securities instead of 1,000. That leaves you one person for each 20. That's still not enough if the, if the kids go crazy. So I don't know what's the... I don't know if the security has to have weapons or... Because when you're dealing with a lot of people, the energy can, can, can shift quickly. And that's scary. And I don't know if you can really police that. <clears throat> so I don't know if it, if it has to do with more medical assistance on site more security. I mean, I think moving forward, concerts, I mean, I don't know if this is going to change anything. 
But maybe these festivals and big concerts should have more security. I mean, it's going to be more expensive. But you, you, you cannot have this happen again, you know. You cannot have this type of shit happen again. This is the second most deadly concert after the one that, w- that, w- that had a shooter in Texas, in, in Vegas. The country m- m- music concert that had the sniper. Like, that's the, f- the most deadly concert, and this is the second most deadly. And this had nothing to do with, you know, terrorism or whatever, or a guy going crazy wanting to kill people. This is just people accidentally getting killed. And also, I mean, it's accidentally, but at the same time, it's people going crazy. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, and then you have Travis Scott sort of incentivizing them to go crazier. And that's where I have this this fucking shift because I think people should be responsible enough to be decent and not trample over people. And then as the artist, you should have your artistic freedom to sort of connect with your audience the way that you do it. You know, I don't want to criticize anybody for that. So I don't think it's Travis Scott's fault. There is, although, some things that came out that apparently... It took him 37 minutes to stop the concert after, like, people started dying and there was news of it. So, I don't know. You know, there's many things that you want to consider. Like, are they used to seeing people pass out all the time in their concerts? Uh, Should somebody have told him directly, like, hey, stop the concert? I don't know. I don't know. I remember when I used to go to concerts like this in Miami. I went to, for example, the Ultra Music Festival, which is, like... I mean, it was a known festival, but for people that maybe are younger or, or never heard of this one, you know, it's, it's very relatable to like Tomorrowland or uh, Electric Daisy Carnival, right? EDC in Orlando or even at Coachella, but it's more, like, it's more geared towards techno music, right? But it was a huge event. I, th- I don't think they do it anymore. Um, I don't know why, but when I went in 2010, it was fucking fire. It was amazing. And it was one of the best times ever, for real. Um, And I remember there was a big-ass crowd. Huge. And I don't know if it was because I was young, but I didn't feel unsafe at any point. And I don't know if uh, this Travis Scott thing was just a lot bigger. They say 40,000 people. But I also think, and this is not me being a boomer or an old motherfucker. The new boomers will be the millennials like me. But I just think that now concerts are crazier. Like, Ultra was pretty wild. And I found it to be, like, normal. Like, I didn't find any negative energy. And I mean, and, you know, in the defense of the Travis Scott concert, I don't know if those kids were having good vibes and it was just like they got too excited trying to get to the front of the line. And that's when the shit happened. But it's crazy that it was so many people that people couldn't really move. And that's what caused... I, I, I myself, at this stage of my life, I don't want to go to any concerts where I'm like that. I want to go to very like comfortable VIP events. And I know that sounds like very... I don't know, like motherfucker thinking he's all that. But it's just, bro, I cannot bother going to some shit like that. Like... I'm a fucking dad. I'm not even a dad, but that's where I'm at mentally. Like, I need that comfort, you know? 
there was this documentary that came out. I don't know. It's not too old, but it had to do with Woodstock 99. And this Woodstock actually had a great lineup, but the thing is he went crazy too. I think even crazier than, than the Travis Scott one. Although I think nobody died, thankfully. But everything else happened in that shit, you know. Uh, search it if you want to see it. It's short. It's, it's like an hour or so. It's called Woodstock 99. But whatever. They had like... The lineup was like Limp Bizkit. Uh, uh, Limp Bizkit. Fuck. I'm here thinking... You know, I'm going to tell you all the fucking names. I can't remember right now. Yeah, like Limp Bizkit, Korn, Kid Rock, uh, DMX. Bro, I mean, it was pretty sick, right? But the ones that started the the, the, the Friday headliners were like Korn and Limp Bizkit, and apparently he went crazy. It was a three three day event, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and on the first night, Limp Bizkit like got people so pumped up, and and people started breaking shit and burning things, and and the bathrooms didn't work because they were filled with shit because they were throwing. It was pretty sick, and they also you know had an argument that Limp Bizkit was at fault, like he's there telling people to go crazy and. And you know, when you have the control of a crowd that big, shit can go wrong. And maybe you are a bit responsible. I don't know. I'm here conflicted again because as an artist, you have artistic freedom. I don't know if the, the situation would be that you just have to have a lot more security to make sure that people don't do indecent shit. Like, I guess as an artist, you could say like, yo, go rage, go crazy. But that just means internally, like, trip out, you know. It doesn't mean burn the fucking, you know, sound engineers or... Or tip over the fucking bathroom so people, you know, are filled with shit. Like, I don't know. You know, but but this festival thing, you know, like, I remember, like I said, I went to the Ultra one. And this was just hard techno. And it had, like, I don't know, like, seven or ten different tents plus the main stage. I remember the day I went, the person that was closing the concert was Dead Mouse, And that was the headliner. And it was it was insane, man. It was insane. I had so much fun. It was, you know, quite quite the cocktail of uh, illicit drugs. Um, you know, and I think back to like the different pills and ecstasy shit that we took. And it was scary. I mean, it could have had anything. You know, you could die from like just some random. I mean, this motherfucker's in a is doing this shit in a bathtub, right? This fucking ecstasy pill, bro. I got a Mitsubishi, bro. It's a green Mitsubishi. Oh, really? I got the purple monkey. <laughs> These ones are legit, bro. I got the Mitsubishi. And then you take this fucking random shit. Thankfully, nobody died and we're all working today. You know, like, our body works. But, um, but you know, like, today is insane, right? Like, if you went to, like, take drugs today at a festival, it could be laced with fentanyl and then you die. Like, that's, that's, that, the stakes are high now. Like, in my days... If you got a bad ecstasy pill, it probably had like methamphetamine and you were just going to have like a very like, uh, like cracked out feeling the whole night and the next day you feel like shit. And that was like the worst that could happen, thankfully. I mean, bad things could happen also, but it was more rare. This was like the norm. But today you could just get a pill that has fentanyl or if you get, you know, if you're into cocaine, I'm, I'm, I've never, I was never into cocaine. I'm going to say I'm a little saint here, but I wasn't fond of it, right? But if you're into that shit, you could get cocaine that is laced with fentanyl and you can die as well. So drugs today, man, they're kind of like, 
they're kind of like not cool, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I would just stick with a little wine, beer, and weed, man. Smoke a little weed, dog. Keep it. And I'm not even like judging anybody. If you're into your shit or whatever, like, I'm cool, bro. As long as you can behave and you're a decent person, I don't care whatever you consume, you know? But I'm just saying how crazy things are these days and, and drugs just being able to have things. I mean, unless you're getting this shit from a fucking lab from a government, right? <laughs> and you're getting like medical grade cocaine. I just think you should just stick to like, you know, the more organic things. A little wine, a little beer, and, and your little weed. You know, you can have your little chronic, dog. That's fine. Every once in a while, you could have, you know, a little shroom, a little acid, so you can talk to the stars and, and get, you know, your, your New Year's resolution. But that's just every once in a while. But, but you know, on the, on the weekly, don't do drugs. Those drugs. You know, just, like I said, beer, wine, weed. You can put that, like, in a little bumper sticker, you know. You're welcome. So let me know what you think of festivals in general. Because I, like I said, today, I don't think I would go to a festival unless it was some, like, VIP shit. Like... Let's say, what's a DJ that I even like these days? I mean, I'm not really into DJs, but I don't know. Fucking, yeah, like Dead Mouse. I could see Dead Mouse again. I don't, I don't know if he's still doing music, but let's say I, I say I go to see Dead Mouse. I'm not going into the middle of the pit. I'm gonna save my money and I'm gonna go to some VIP shit and I'm gonna enjoy it in a more private uh scenario you know and I, i'm just at the point in my life where i need that scenario and it's not because of a money thing i'm broke as fuck it's more of a mental thing like where i cannot be in a place where i'm packed with a thousand teenagers high on fucking wokeness and and and, and ecstasy methamphetamine i can't have that happening you know they look at me, they'll trip out. They're like, whoa, what the fuck is this like older guy? Is this guy, are you a narc? They're gonna be asking me like, dude, are you a narc? And I'm like, no, bro, I'm trying to fucking find pills. Nah, you are a narc. Nah, I wouldn't be trying to find pills, but not because of a moral thing, just cause I'm not into that shit right now. And I'm an honest guy, I'll tell you about it. Did I have my adventures with Frodo in, fucking, in the fucking Shire? <laughs> you better believe it. You better believe that. But you know, Everything has a time and a place. Right now, I'm in a time and a place where I'm more of a, I'm more of an, in a Japanese Zen type of, you know, like I have a little sake, you know, which is a Japanese wine that's served hot. I like that shit. Bah! With a little ramen soup. What? Spicy ramen is also a psychedelic. You get out, you smoke a little jointico, and then you go to the little wine bar. What? Are you fucking retarded? Yes, sign me up. That's what I'm into now, bro. I'm into a little different like category of fun, you know. I'm more into like, let's go to this fucking restaurant and let's have Indian cuisine, right? Where you go in and you can already smell the cuisine and you have this, clang 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 clang. You know, that's more Asian, but you know, you had the sounds of the of northern India near Nepal. And they come, you know, with the madras, which is really spicy. They come with the tandoori, which, you know, I tell them to make it spicy. And they come with the tiki masala, which is sweet. It's not spicy, but I tell them to make it a little spicy because I, I ain't playing fucking games when I go to this place, okay? 
When I go to the Indian restaurant that I like, which is my favorite restaurant at the moment, it's just amazing. If you're ever in Spain, hit me up. I'll take you to the places that <laughs> that be fire, you know. And I don't want to brag, but I'm, I am considered sort of a food connoisseur. I wouldn't say I'm a foodie because that sounds really fucking gay. And I don't mean gay in the homosexual sense. You know, like I support all homoerotic activities. I'm a very uh, big advocate of the homoerotic movement. I mean like as in lame. And if you think that's being derogatory, it's not. Okay, it's, 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 it's just the, the words that we use when we were growing up. Okay, it's not to be mean, you know. I have gay friends that... If I tell them, like, bro, I'm sorry, I just don't want to drink anymore. I'm going to go home. They're like, yo, why are you being so gay? They tell me that shit. And I feel like I'm being, you know, abused in some way, you know. But, hey, man, you know, I just don't get offended easily. And as long as it's coming from the right place, from the heart, as long as it's coming from the heart, Jimmy, you'll be all right, okay? I have a, another topic I wanted to talk to you guys about, and <laughs> I mean, I hope my family doesn't listen to this because it has to do with a little family vacation that I'm going to have in Christmas, and they're all coming to visit me, you know, a lot of different family. You know, the family, that's not your direct family only, but like cousins and aunts and things from different countries and shit, and we're all going to meet in the same country for, you know, many weeks. And, you know, we're organizing things, plans to do. And you realize, man, that these plans take take fucking time, take effort. And, and you realize that when you have a group that's more than eight people, it starts getting annoying. We have a group of about 13 people. And then we got to like, all right, so on this day, we're going to go here. Let's go to this little town. No, but how are we going to go? But this, that, and... And it's not always what we think, you know, like, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. This is going to be, for me, amazing. I haven't seen many family for many years because, you know, I live here kind of on my own. My family lives in different places in the world. It's kind of what happens when you're from Venezuela. You had to escape communism. So then everybody's just spread around the world. And it's just sad. No. <laughs> No, I mean, it is sad, but I'm not sad or depressed or anything like, you know, we're working through it and, you know, this is going to be great, right? Like my family's coming, a bunch of people are coming. Not my parents, unfortunately, not this Christmas, but um, I'll see them soon soon enough, you know. But for now, I'm going to be seeing aunts, my sister, uh, cousins. I mean, it's just going to be like a fucking colorful time, you know what I mean? Uh, like I said, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not doing the ecstasy and those stuff, but this will be like a situation where I'm like, hey. Hey everybody, let's take a little fucking green Mitsubishi, you know, <laughs> and let's go fucking walk around Spain. But now that's uh, but you know, but we are gonna have fun, but just not with those type of uh things. But 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 we are gonna be going wild and getting you know getting little little in this city. So so of course it's gonna be a lot of fun times. It's amazing, but along with the amazing also comes the annoying because some family members they annoying, and you know what's the worst part about annoying family members? That you kind of have, you kind of stuck with them if you love them enough. I mean, when I say annoying, I mean, 
annoying, but that you still love them. It's not like piece of shit family members where you just don't chill with them. I'm not talking about people you love, you're cool with, but you couldn't live with them, you know, for example. And no, but I want to, no, but I want to, no, but I eat this, so I got to go do that first. Because otherwise, then it won't like last at the, you know, like, uh, oh, Kiko, I'm sorry, but in the morning, me and my boyfriend will need to go and have uh, like vegetarian breakfast. Which I'm like, vegetarian breakfast? What the fuck are you gonna have? Like, rugula and oil? Like, <laughs> eggs. Like, that's not vegetarian. Although, to me, I don't see who you're hurting. That's like an aborted egg. But in any case, you know, you get this little request. Oh, I wanna go to, oh, but how do we go there? All right, but no, I think that's too much. No, that's too expensive. And I don't, okay, so, you know, you know what we did in my family? We created an Excel. This is how much effort this shit takes. We created an Excel so that everybody could mark the activities that they wanted to attend. And we found that it was the, you know, I mean, I kind of took leadership into creating this Excel file along with my sister because we needed to create a little bit of order in this chaos. Family members just shouting shit. Oh, I want to go to this town. I want to go to that town. I want to go to Segovia. I want to go to Toledo. I want to go to, hey, but what about Granada? But what about Granada? My friend told me that in Granada they have this amazing castle that came from the, you know, the days of Napoleon Dynamite and shit. Like, yo. We don't have a limited time, son. We can't see everything. You know, like, I cannot show you the whole history of Europe in two weeks and a half. <laughs> I mean, do I have content? Do I have knowledge? Do I have that fire fucking data that I can provide you? Well, of course. I mean, of course, that's what we, that's what we got this going. But do, can I give it all to you in two weeks and a half? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not a magician. I know when you see this face, you're like, you know, that's magic. I get it. I just came from the barbershop, you know. I'm not trying to give out the secrets, but you, I know a boy looking cute. A little, a little fatty, a little puffy, I get it. I'm trying to lose weight. But, but nevertheless, cutie as fuck. So, so I know, I know what's up. I really hope you guys enjoy the Broski Doodles podcast today. I really want to encourage you all to write comments, tell me topics that you guys think I should discuss, and also debate me on things that you've heard here or in any other podcast that you feel like, hey, Kiko, you really really talk the mad shit and I just don't think that you really know what the fuck you're talking about. Let me tell you the realness. Boom, 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 boom. I'm down. Like, I don't mind it. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. And see you next week. Peace.